Hello, you're listening to Put On Your Positive Pants. I'm your host, Beth Wilson, and I'll be bringing you a slice of positivity every week. For this episode, I'm joined by sustainable stylist Sophia of Fine Tune Wardrobe. I'm especially excited about this one because, if you know me, I'm all about saving the planet and I love playing dress up with clothes, so I was really interested in what Sophia does. We recorded over Zoom and I think at one point we had some connection issues, so I'm sorry about that. But I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Sophia. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Lovely to be here. Thank you so much. So could you introduce yourself for my lovely listeners, please? So I'm Sophia um, and I'm the founder of Fine-Tuned Wardrobe. Um, I'm a sustainable stylist. I help women feel amazing in the clothes that they've already got, the clothes that are already hanging in their wardrobes, and anything that is um, not for you anymore, too big, too small, I help you donate to worthy causes like women's shelters or the homeless. I love it. When I read your um, mission statement, I was like, yes, 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 this girl <laughs> is for me. Um, and I came across you from The Leopard, actually. That's mm-hmm. how I came across your Instagram. Um, and I yes. was like, this is great. <laughs> um, so I wanted to find out a bit more about how you got into it, actually, becoming a sustainable stylist. How did it all kind of fall into place? So a little bit about my backstory is basically I was a fast fashion addict. Basically. Right. No two ways about it. I was, for the moment just wanted everything every trend you name it I wanted it but never really knowing what I loved what suited me I was just like that looks really good on the mannequin get it straight in my basket right Um, and then fast forward so that's how I lived my 20s late 20s even like early 30s um then um fast forward to me having my daughter um, and everything went absolutely, I don't know, everything span around on its head. Um, and I totally lost myself. Like, I was like, all of these things that I've been buying that have accumulated the whole of my wardrobe, my house, Gosh, yeah. don't suit me anymore. I don't know, I don't know who that person is. I don't even know who I am anymore. My body's yeah. changed, like lumps and bumps in all lots of different places. And I was just lost. And I was like, there must be other, you know, there was an underlying, I did have postnatal depression. Right. Um, so all of those things like conjured up, like depression does, it conjures up lots of other stuff. Um, and I was like, I'm not happy. And I was, and then I sort of sat with it. And I, all of those times when I was full of those things, it was to fulfill a need. It was like, I, you know, it's gonna make me feel better. It's gonna make me look better and all of these things, but it never did. So it was always the chase. Um, and I was like, there must be other women feeling like this. So after I got better, lots of work, lots of therapy, I, um, I'd always been into fashion and styling and organising is like my, like, oh, gosh. Love it. You know, like people, people are like, oh, my God, I really like food. I'm like, when it's something organised, I'm like, oh! it just sends me into like, oh, I love it. So Same. all of that, I've done it for, you know, throughout my teenage years all of it I loved having everything organized so with that and the fact that I'm from a huge family so car boot sales and charity shops were our thing when we were growing up and I think that's where it full 
went full circle as soon as I started having my own money then I was like no I'm gonna go and buy stuff um so yeah the sustainable factor was because I knew what gems you could get from car boot sales pre-loved all the rest of it yeah the, the planet side of everything came with knowledge and a bit later and I wanted to put really make that known for women because a, there's a bit of a taboo at some point like you know charity or you'll get something second hand yeah. you know that whole stigma around it and I was like no 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 there's some real good stuff already existing on this planet let's yeah. all just you know merge it together sorry that's a really long long-winded but yeah that's basically what birthed to fine tune and I just wanted my mission was to make women feel amazing in what they've already got and all the things that you know you normally just take to a charity shop that's no good for you anymore doesn't fit you or whatever I help you give it to your community worthy causes because charity shops can't take everything as well you yeah. know it's that whole thing sometimes they're so inundated man hours are tight and it mm. ends up in a landfill anyway when you're trying to do good so yeah. it's all of those things that I do and in a roundabout way <laughs> I absolutely love it I am all here for it I love a charity shop love organizing and these things merging is just like perfection <laughs> and I just think there's I was the same sort of growing up. I think you, every girl, well, maybe not every girl, but, you know, generally a lot of girls yeah. are, you know, you, you just, you want to go shopping with your mates because it's cool mm-hmm. to go into town on a Saturday and all that. And, you know, how many, you bags just, do you, how many bags have you got? All of that, isn't it? Yeah. And you just end up accumulating all of this mm-hmm. stuff. But then, you know, you don't want to be seen in the same thing. I remember that was a real thing, you know, like when I was 18 and going out, during uni it was very like you just bought something new you know every week and even everyone was poor but it was like you ended up you know just prioritizing that and getting a new outfit and and it's just madness when you think about it but also that you say like back then and now I thought things were a bit more more you know expensive back then um but now the fact that you can go on a fast fashion you know like boohoo and get something for a pound that somebody out there has made that has taken them hours to make and you're buying it for a pound and it just blows my mind it's all of that education and the that is now like oh that's why I'm just like an advocate and want to make sure everybody knows about it because they're the things that we didn't know back then we didn't really know about fast fashion we didn't really know the people that were making our clothes um and I think that yeah okay you are in your 20s but you can still be you can still have the knowledge at your fingertips if you really want to yeah definitely and I think like you kind of touched upon it but I think there has been a lot of change I mean there's obviously still always you know a way to go but I think sort of the generation that are coming in now Gen Z are you know very up on kind of eco issues and sustainability and and I think that's you know where where we need to be I think it's you know really important we don't have we don't have a planet b and all that kind of thing you know I know it all sounds it's all phrases that have been coined but it is true at the end of the day um so it so it is important so I was thinking for the listeners who were 
we're hearing this and thinking, oh, this is something, I love it, it's something that I really want to get on board with. So what would you say are your kind of maybe three or five top tips to kind of start um, start on the path to becoming more sustainable in their wardrobe? What would you say? I would say knowledge is power. And I know that, you know, that sounds a bit like, oh, you know, knowledge is power, but find out about those brands that you're buying from. Find out about um, educate yourself in things that really matter to you if you want to be more sustainable find out how how do I start or what what do I need to change and it's you know I'm not sitting here and saying that my god guys I am absolutely perfect and you know my whole house is a sustainable hub because it's not but what I do do is I make conscious decisions of where I spend my money yeah. what I put in to anything like that purely because I I've learned and I know and I'm still learning all the time and that's why I love discovering new podcasts new Instagrams and things like that because it's all about knowledge is power and the more knowledge we have the more power we can we can supply out there and be of service and be doing something good yeah definitely um so yeah definitely knowledge is one the other thing is buy what you love yeah buy what you love and what suits you rather Mm -hmm. than what is the latest trend it's so easy to fall into that trap when you are lost and you don't know what you love you don't know what suits you but I think that if you really if you look in your wardrobe and you've got more of one thing sometimes we do um you've got the same jumper in like lots of different colors (laughs) that's me (laughs) You're, you like jumpers so you like that warm cozy kind of vibe um that kind of thing so really get in tune to what you love and what and also having a wardrobe inventory is really really a good one um she's like what Ooh, what, what is <laughs> um, this <laughs> um basically knowing what you've got in your wardrobe okay, yeah so you don't do you don't go out and then you're like oh my god I really like those trousers you get them home and you've got similar pair of trousers in there already but if you know what if you've got a wardrobe inventory you can go through your wardrobe you know you've got two white shirts two black jumpers and you you know what you have sometimes we don't look at our wardrobe as a whole Mm -hmm. we just sort of stick to the little five percent and that's what we wear and yeah. all of the rest of it is for special occasions oh when I'm when I'm slimmer when I'm this when I'm more tanned yeah and the rest of it never gets used mm-hmm. and I find that so often with my clients and it's about if you know what you have and you're wearing what you love all of those are going to merge yeah so those two elements are all going to merge you're going to end up wearing the whole of your wardrobe not the five percent yeah um so that will be my oh, sorry, other can- one can I just ask a question about the inventory? Yes. So do, do you actually have it down somewhere? Like, do you actually like write it down or is it more of a like mental inventory? So if you you will? can write it down. You can totally write it down <clears throat> or you can just take. So what I do with my clients is that once we've gone through their wardrobe, I'll take photos okay. of their wardrobe. Um, so you could do it photo based. If you're light writing, you can write down. I've got two white shirts or whatever. And then you can have it on your notes on your phone. Yeah. And then, and also having having an inventory also saves you from, um, you know what's missing, where the gaps are. Yeah. So when you shop, 
you can know where the gaps are. So I need I need some more jeans. I haven't got any jeans. So jeans are on my needs list. And then you're yeah. shopping according to what you need because you know already what's in there. Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. I try I try to do a list of things. I do the opposite way of, of things that I need. You know, if I've like had a bit yeah. of a clear out or or like changing over spring, summer, autumn, winter, I'll yeah. then make a list of okay, when I'm next shopping, what what do I need? Yeah, honestly. And I've got like because I've got lots of clients, so I've got like a claim to fame kind of thing going on up here but all of my clients what they need so when I source it for them sustainably pre-loved everything's on there that they need once it's once we found it it's ticked it's ticked off so it's just that whole thing of knowing what you need and then you're not going to go awry when you're like oh I love it I love it I want to buy it (laughs) Getting distracted, basically, which is, let's yeah. face it, what we always do when we're out shopping, oh, shiny, or oh, this feels nice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, and also, like, you know, if you're shopping online as well, mm-hmm. that is so easy to add to the basket. It's going to turn up at your house, you're going to have to leave, and then you're not sending it back, and then it's just going to be at the bottom of your wardrobe. So if you're still sticking to your list, you're, you're going to be on to a winner. Okay, great. My other one would be, I think, stand up for what you really believe in. So if you, it is the path of more sustainable um, way of shopping or whatever, stand up for that, stand up for that. Don't be afraid to ask questions, to reach out to sustainable stylists and um, ask questions. Where could I find, you know, better quality clothes or what, you know, all of those things just ask and get the information that you need and if you really believe in it I think that just go for it sort of thing mm-hmm. sometimes we're a bit like on the fence and we're like oh I don't know if it's for me and you know you don't want to branch out but um there's so many resources and you know any one of your listeners can always get in contact on my dms or whatever um and just ask sometimes I might not know the answer but I'll always try my best yeah oh thank you so much for that and I think I guess the thing is as well is you can be so if it's not what you're used to it's something new and you know you can be a bit you know we're sometimes a bit adverse to change or it seems hard or more effort or more expensive sometimes like I I do find that obviously pre-loved you can get some really good bargains you know Depop love it I am always (laughs) obsessed for a bargain on Depop but it's like I, I do find when brands are sustainable brands and are, mm. you know, framing themselves as sustainable, it can just be really expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and I get why, like, I understand they're sourcing things differently and it's probably made in the UK and, and you know, or it might be handmade or, you know, there's different elements yeah. as to why it could be expensive. But if mm. you're used to high street, you know, paying yeah. 50 quid for a pair of jeans, say, and then, you know, someone's charging 200 pounds, for example, mm-hmm. like it's, it is just a massive gap and you've kind of, you have got to find the right brands, obviously, that, that work for you and work within your um, price range. And I guess that's something that, that you help people to do. Absolutely. And my biggest, biggest thing that like, I know that we'll probably go on to this, but my biggest takeaway is the most sustainable item that you own is what is hanging in your wardrobe. Yeah. Just by you 
recreating new outfits with what you've already got in your wardrobe is you being sustainable you know you don't have to go out and spend money on anything buying pre-loved or even buying you know from a sustainable brand just by you wearing what you've already got in your wardrobe that other 50 60 percent (laughs) that you might not be wearing at the moment just by you wearing that is you being sustainable yeah definitely I think that's one thing that when when you said it and I've seen it on your Instagram before but I was like okay yeah it does make sense I, I don't need to actually go out and, and buy different things um you know that are seemingly sustainable and I think you know there is a lot it's a very sort of buzzword it's it's you know a topic that's out there a lot and there's a lot of I mean we won't go into sort of the politics of sort of greenwashing and things like that but yeah. I think you oh, are yeah. sucked in by people sort of claiming things and and whether you know companies have to prove those things I don't know I don't know the ins and outs of sort of the legal side of that kind of thing but I do think people try and kind of grab your attention by and and it's the different phrases isn't it as well and honestly and if it catches you off guard when you're trying to be on a more sustainable journey as it were you're like oh yeah no because they said it that they're going to be sustainable so that's that but no 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 the real root of it is that there you need to know more you you should you should aim to know more of what you know the H&M scandal and all of that there's just so many that are not as transparent as they should be basically yeah it's like turn around go back home and see what you've got in your wardrobe and and I think there's that thing as well of like I know that I'm subject to it you you do like you say just kind of go to the same five percent but it's when you've got hanging and drawers and then you might have some secret stashes of other stuff going on and you're not seeing it all the time yeah and so it is that thing of like remember to check your drawers and check where you keep your shoes shoes is a big one for me that you know I have the ones downstairs that you know are easily accessible Every but then day, I've got yeah. other ones upstairs and I think oh why aren't I wearing those trainers you know let's do a switch kind of thing but it's because they're in a cupboard that I'm not in every day I'm not in that cupboard so it's you're just not always seeing what you've got and sometimes it is just just have a look and and sometimes it's like especially switching over your wardrobes for me I'm I'm just like going into getting a bit of spring summer trying to get excited about that and and it's almost like shopping again in a way because it's like oh I haven't seen these things for yeah for a while and it's See, I, I don't split wardrobes into yeah. spring summer or autumn winter because I still I can still wear a summer dress and layer it I talk about layering yeah. so much like I'm sure everybody that is in the community knows about it because I layer up a summer full-on summer dress a sheer dress thick tights um thick socks boots roll neck underneath jumper yeah. on the top I'm still wearing the whole of my wardrobe and also that I I love the colors as well it's cheerful why do I want to wear black and gray and brown not for in, me when it's dreary when it's dreary outside and then you're still putting on more dreary I want to be cheerful and colour gives me that um and I always say to my clients is that the thing is that if you're dressing for you mm-hmm. it wouldn't even matter where if it was snowing outside you'd still wear a cheerful something if you if that's what you wanted 
Mm. And I think it's really important. And if you start dressing like that, you will be wearing more of your wardrobe because you you want to explore your wardrobe. It'll be fun to look at your wardrobe with different eyes. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I'm all for colourful dressing all throughout the year. I think I split my wardrobe because of just space and I think I like yeah, and a lot of people do that yeah different um mm-hmm. you know I quite like that is the excitement like I say of kind of getting out and being like Ooh, got some new things even though they're not new <laughs> but you know because yeah. you haven't seen them for so long um, mm-hmm. so so yeah it's kind of like I, I like that organization of taking out all your chunky knits and popping those away and folding everything and steaming yeah. stuff when I've got it out I just yeah it's a whole process that I'm I'm all here for yeah. no and I love that you do that and I think the space wise um it's brilliant you know it's you know you get the vacuum bag vacuum all your all your winter jumpers your winter coats and pack them away amazing I think that it's always good to be mindful of get it out before the like just before the season starts and just make sure that one it fits and all of those things they will just be my top tips and all of that because sometimes you could be like yeah I've got all this stuff but now I doesn't doesn't fit me or whatever I'm in the category of like (laughs) lockdown wait going on you know and I'm a bit like getting this some order about thinking hmm this all we'll see what fits we'll see we'll see how it goes but I find that all the time because I don't know as women as well like I find that depends what time of the month it is Mm. you know whether my jeans are going to do up it's all you know (laughs) it's all up and down anyway I think also just being kind to yourself it's fine we do fluctuate in weight that is life um and not being so and also sorry I've totally digressed but also (laughs) the whole sizing thing um don't get me started (laughs) (laughs) but honestly but you know you put so much pressure on like something doesn't fit you but from one shop to another size are totally different or sometimes even the same shop. Just I a was different just about to say the same shop. <laughs> yeah. I bought two dresses. One was a 12. That's my normal size. Fit absolutely fine. The other one is a 16 from the same shop. Yeah. So and then and then it makes us feel like, oh, my God, I've put on weight or whatever. But no, it's just that their sizing is gone to put. And then yeah. we're feeling shameful and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, as I've gotten older, I'm just like, whatever, like, it's just a number, I'm not, it's more yeah. about the fit, I think you can, you can put off going up a size, to be fair, there was one point where I was like, oh, I really don't want to go up the next size in jeans, like, I'm just not ready to, like, go there, but then when I did, I, I had a moment that was like, just do it, it's, it's fine, and, like, the fit and how it, I felt in those was so much better than trying to squeeze in to, something that just wasn't right and you can just so get on that and then you're constantly like this and like not comfortable and you're I think when you're comfortable in your clothes you walk differently you're you're just like more confident and like you've got a whole gorgeous vibe about you um rather than if you're not and you're just wearing something that you're like I always I always say it's like a cocktail sausage when you're spurting out the top (laughs) when you're trying to squeeze into something. <laughs> we don't want that. No, no. <laughs> if you want people to kind of take something away uh, from this episode, I know you kind of touched on a few bits, but 
But what is your like one kind of top tip that you want people to to listen to this and think, right, I need to go away and do that? Um, I think it would be, oh gosh, just put me on the spot with this one. <laughs> you know what I'm like? Um, okay, my top tip would be the most sustainable thing are the things that hang in, in your wardrobe. So if you want to be more sustainable, play around, play dress up in your wardrobe find out what you love in your wardrobe find out what is for you in your wardrobe and shop your wardrobe love it I think it's <laughs> I honestly to really get that down <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I could tell you were really trying to condescend to one thing um but I, I love that because it is it is so simple just you're already probably at home or if you're out listening to this you'll be going back to your home at mm-hmm. some point and go and have a shop try stuff on and maybe just take some time for you to just have a play around and and get get some outfits together I think that's that's really important but you know when you when you're younger and you the whole dressing up and you know fancy dress and putting all the it's about that and that creativity Mm. we lose it as adults and we're just like oh no we've got to be like this this is what everybody's wearing this is what we've got to do but no we can totally still put the thumb back in it, still enjoy it and just play around with what you've got. And in the process, doing some serious good by saving the planet. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And I am all for that. And, and just having fun with it, you know, and I I used to think sort of, oh, when I get to 30, I sort of need to like calm down on the, you know, because some people have, sort of commented before saying oh you look like a children's tv presenter or something like that I get comments about you know because I wear like bright colored dungarees or you know I'm often wearing bright colors and I love that and that's just who I am and absolutely uh, and I'm never you know and I don't want to change that but at one point I really did think oh I need to you know at some point I'll you know try and be a bit more sensible and I'm like no, 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 I'm not going to let people sort of put me into some sort of box. And Absolutely. And, you know, everybody else is taken. You know, we're here to be our true, authentic selves, whatever that looks like. If all you wear is black because that's, what, that's your cheerful colour, you do that. You know, uh, you know, I know, not having it. We should all You do you, honey. What... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it um so I wanted as well to ask if you had um sort of a recommendation for people to kind of go out into the world and be kind of thinking about sustainability within their wardrobe is there any kind of podcasts or like a YouTube channel or kind of anything that you think people could turn to like a book or or anything like that what would you what would you recommend and I can pop it in the show notes so um the how to break up with fast fashion is okay. definitely up there um book wise but there's also um a on instagram it's um remake our world okay um and it's turning fashion into the force of good that's their like bio and nice. on that it is so good because it really delves in, you know, all of what we was talking about, the whole H&M scandal and things like that. They really put things full front of like, what is the truth and things like that. And sometimes 
it's hard to find that like if you just googled something you know it uh-huh. might not actually show up the real truth behind it so um I love their honesty and their like matter of fact facts basically of right. what's really going on out there so yeah they're my two definite Great. Thank you so much. We'll have to check them out. I'll put them in the show notes and I'll put all your details in there as well. Um, But we're at the end of the podcast. And thank you so much for coming on. I sort of, I feel like we've been friends for ages. You're just the (laughs) nicest person. And I love all your videos on Instagram and just keep doing what you're doing. I think it is really such a great thing. It's amazing. Oh, thank you so, so much for having me. And um, yeah, it was been a pleasure. You're really welcome. has. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was great to meet Sophia. It was like talking to an old friend. You can find Sophia's recommendation and where to find her online in the show notes. So go and check her out. If you'd like to be a guest on the pod, drop me a DM on Instagram at positivitywithbeth or email thejoyseries1 at gmail.com. That's the number one. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, rate, and subscribe to put on your positive pants so even more people can access a weekly dose of positivity. Until next time, bye!